This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel described it best, we are living the whole of the Auburn experience. You can quantify it and qualify it through a variety of different methods, times, people, places, and things, and even locations, because we're on location for those of you that are watching (laughs) live and can see that right now. But at its heart and at its core, it is all about its sports, its culture, and of course, the Auburn family. Since it's about family, of course, you got to have family members here. We are in the family household of one I shouldn't say house, I should say the on-location studio <laughs> of one Mr. Austin Scott, my co-host, the best co-host in the land. Welcome back. Thank welcome. you. Well, welcome to you, <laughs> sir. Welcome to you into the makeshift stu- podcast studio, the household. Uh, second time we've done this. Second time we've and done so this. I, I like it. it. It makes it efficient for you and I both. Yeah. Uh, we get our Sunday night and uh, glad to have you here after a busy weekend. Boy, uh, folks, I will just tell you this much. I always love coming to Auburn. So don't ever hear me complain <laughs> when I say this, but Auburn just wears me out mm. in, in good ways. I slept so hard last night and for so long, and I, I very much needed it because of all the things that we've got to discuss. One of the problems that we had with trying to figure out what to do with today's episode was how to keep the positive vibes going in some ways, yes. but also like what to focus on because there's so, we pretty much could have done a show just all Auburn potpourri. Because there's so, there's so much to talk about. So you might even hear us in different segments, like scattering around everywhere to different things. With that in mind, Auburn Potpourri, let's start it off. I'm going to throw you a monkey wrench because I thought of something we didn't oh discuss pre-show. Here we go. Have you ever done War Eagle Run Fest? Have you I, ever heard about it? Or I like that. I like that monkey wrench. Uh, no, I have not. I am fully aware of yeah. it. I saw some friends that were a part of it today. Um, I'm a terrible runner. I am too. I hate running. <laughs> I despise it. Um, but I knew I saw a lot of people power walk or walk it. Power um, I think that that would be a fun thing to do one day. Um, but yeah, it looks like you finish on the 50, right? That's, That's my same. understanding. I, I should, and I had planned again, this weekend was just jam packed mm-hmm. with stuff. I had planned to do some more things around to promote that. Yeah. I've got a picture I meant to send out. It just never worked. Out <laughs> like I said, I'm pooped guys. Uh, but War Eagle Run Fest is a thing that they've been doing almost annually i think it's yeah. annually as of late and and i always describe it as a 5k i'm sure it's longer than that or something like that for people to run through auburn around auburn finish at the 50 type of thing and if you are a runner you need to check it out it looked like a really fun event because it did they had festivities yesterday which blocked off some of the parking deck so if you did if you weren't me and getting to the parking deck at five in the morning uh you didn't get up there to Uh-oh. watch the baseball game with your car like i did so I, I felt like I had the whole parking deck That's to nice. myself to myself at one point. <laughs> it is. It's a big event. It's, people travel in from out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I really don't know what I wish I knew more about it and what it, it kind of has come about for. Right. Um, but it always seems like a fun event. One of those, you know, I think anyone is any. People are always trying to find a way. Can we get into the stadium yeah, uh, when that's... we're not supposed to, even though you're supposed you, to here? Do you know about a certain account? Uh, that does some things on social media about getting into certain stadiums. Oh, I I did see that. You, you saw second. that. I I, we, we need to talk about that on another I think we show. Should. I, I, that's I've become more. Uh, that's been popping up on my feed more and more. Lately. Okay, I thought it the might. Algorithm's been finding me. It, we we will we will discuss that mm-hmm. on another show. See, I told y'all we we're going to bounce around a bunch <laughs> of stuff today. Moving along in potpourri, let's give a shout out to softball, which continues to battle the elements, even 
in Mexico. Even in Mexico. It follows them from here all the way down to Mexico in a big, I guess you, you call it a showcase. A tur- was it yeah, a tournament of I sorts? I call it a showcase. I'll tell you why, though. The, the weather fe- followed them because they had us matched up against playing Clemson again. And listen. We don't know, need another matchup against Clemson. And so Mother Nature did her thing. And exactly. So happened this. It's that Mother Nature listened to the show where we That's lamented right. about playing Clemson. You said, you know what? I'm going to give Austin and Kyle what they want at the That's expense right. of not having that game played. Which, sure. What's that? It's two. Three postponed now or t- canceled altogether? Yeah, I guess one. Yeah, I think that's three. And in a short, in a shortened season, in a weekend. Yeah, that's what it feels like at least. I mean, it's a we little tried bit frustrating. To warn you. Tried the whole to season is probably going to be <laughs> as hectic as that. This feels like a good time to make our pitch to the Auburn Athletics Facilities Group to use that old indoor facility. Yeah. to turn into a softball indoor field, sure. baseball. And no, I'm just kidding. We, we just got started <laughs> with some new renovations, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but, you know, I'm just saying, if we're having problems, that's right. a big old indoor facility. Might be time to look at things. I'd like to hear, you know, some softballs clanging off the top of that, that yeah. roof in there. That'd you have nice. to play the wall at baseball. You play the play wall, all Austin. The that's brilliant. Play, play the all. wall. I love that. By the way, random thought. Have you ever played extreme ping pong? Extreme ping pong? I don't think so. Extreme ping pong is exactly what it sounds like. It goes off the table. Basically, if the ball stops moving, you look, that's the point for the other person. So, so you, you can hit the ground. You start you start on the table, and then you you just start playing wherever it goes. Oh my. When I tell you that it went out into the middle of the street, I'm not joking. Like in oh traffic. Goodness. In traffic. I was we in college. Did not advise kids. Did not advise that. I was in college. <laughs> I was stupid. You do the math there. This is at the BCM. This is at the BCM. So Uh, I said you do the math there. Not (laughs) surprising. There are many nights where you're like, hey, man, uh, we're really delirious from studying. What are we going to do? Play extreme (laughs) football. Good times. Good times. Uh, All right. We got to talk about this. And we actually probably should have started with this. That's my fault. Um, Good. Bad news turned good news. Yes. Jalen Williams. If you didn't know, he got a bad injury, at least what it looked like during the middle of the game. And you could hear the collective air being let out of the Auburn, not just arena, Neville Arena, the The town, the Nev, and everything else. Jalen Williams getting hurt just literally sent a shockwave through everybody. And for the basketball team, for him personally, of course. Yeah. I was so worried. My reconstruction ACL was tingling. Wait, you you have a reconstruction? Oh, yeah. I didn't. So that's why you don't run. Well. Sure, sure. <laughs> that's, sure. What we'll that. that's what we'll you should have led with. <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I tore it mm, three years ago, two and a half years ago. So you can attest to knee injuries are bad. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Uh, it was the worst. Uh, and I'm not a collegiate athlete or anywhere close to an athlete at this point. Um, but I, I think that's when you hear knee injury and you see someone yeah. not able to put pressure on their knee getting off the playing surface. That's everyone's biggest concern. And meniscus was being thrown around. Pivot. I didn't like when I heard the Mm -hmm. word pivot from Bruce. Yep. Knee pivot. I did not like that combination. I I was shocked this morning when news came out that MRI looked good. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna need surgery. Gonna miss some time. Yeah. But rightfully so. Looks like likely he will be back at some point this year, whether it be in the tournament or or what. Um so yeah, I mean the best possible news you can ask for after an injury like that. Mm -hmm. Um not sure how a foul wasn't called on that um, specific play. I think you could bring up a lot of plays, um, probably on both sides throughout the night. But yeah, both ways, and that's what I tried to express in the post game stream. Definitely. It was it was some questionable decisions being made about not calls and non calls on both sides, but both. especially that play yep. alone. Um, 
I was thrilled when I woke up this morning and saw that Jalen himself had posted, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Now, obviously, when you read that, you, you don't want to immediately think that everything's perfectly fine. Right. He just injured his knee. He needs to take it easy. We're going to let the coaches and obviously make the determinations of how long he plays and stuff. But, folks, I mean, I couldn't have woken up to better news because – yeah. I love me some Jay Will, man. I know. That's I, your guy. I got a little bit like choked up at, at when I saw the reality of what was taking place. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, Austin. I don't know if it was this I told you to or if it was Clint because I talked oh, to both boy. of you after the game. I thought just before the game, you know what? We haven't had a bad injury yet. No, no. <laughs> so, folks, you can blame me. Oh, I will no. take that hit. And I apologize to Jay Will for even thinking that, even though I wasn't thinking about him. Yeah, I'm, and I'm also going to say something that may get me in trouble here too. I may play favorites a little bit. Well, don't worry, don't worry. When I say this, don't don't listen oh, to I, the. Yeah. You I, told this to me. Did I tell you this? Yeah, I think so. Maybe we'll see. I think that was probably the worst case scenario. Yes, that is what when saying. I say that, I do not ignore that Janai is the heart and soul in terms of like the star player, and maybe not heart and soul, but he's the star player, and that would be in terms of a team production the worst right. possible thing that could have happened. I don't negate if it's anybody if it was leor if it's anybody who, yeah. who's in the game regardless on the team but to me jalen getting hurt was the absolute worst scenario that could have happened that'd be the winning the all-time winning a sovereign player's career being over yes it it, it does just, it doesn't mean that the team is immediately terrible right but it does take the heart and soul of the team like you said it'd be it's a tough pill to swallow thankfully it's not his career's not over. It looks like he will be back at some point this year. Um, so, yeah, best news possible. Oh, man, I, I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what? We, maybe we can have something after oh, all. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Because that's all I – I called Austin, <laughs> and I just said, can't have nothing. That's it. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, we can have something. Jalen seems to be okay. We'll be watching to see how he uh, progresses over this week, thankfully an off week, and much needed after what happened in the game. Yes. Notice we didn't talk about that yet, if we even get there. <laughs> but those are some of the Auburn potpourri items. We want to move into the rest of the show. We've got big two segments coming up for you. First, we're going to talk about the uh, Auburn. Well, we'll do the basketball fun stuff first. College game day, all the things around that in Pearlville, whatever you want to call it. And then a little bit of Auburn baseball opening weekend What's new? But first, we got to talk about our friends at Magic Mind. You guys have heard me talk about them a lot lately. You need energy, right, Austin? Always with two twin boys. Always. I was about energy. to say you need a double stops. You need a double dose of that. And because we all need energy and we all need focus, I'm telling you, go check out our friends at Magic Mind. You've got a lot of other energy alternatives out there, energy shot drinks and things of that nature. But this one is a lot more healthy for you. It's got none of the bad stuff that comes with that and tends to exacerbate some other issues if you've got that. Our friends at magicmind.com slash Auburn is where you want to visit. You can get uh, with our code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, 56% uh, off of a subscription or 20% off a one-time purchase. I talked a lot about me personally use it. And you know me, I'm not a green person. I don't like, let's just be honest. I, I would rather eat all the junk food and stuff like sure. that. But I'm always looking for ways to do better, especially in things such as energy drinks or things like that. I've talked about seeing that green drink before. And I was like, hmm, I don't know how this is going to be, mm. but it's got a sweet taste. And I'm telling you, I can definitely tell that I feel a lot better using that as opposed to some other things. So visit them at magicdemind.com slash Auburn. Use our code Auburn for 56% off. For that subscription, 20% off a one-time purchase. 
Let's talk about good stuff, Austin. Good stuff. Not bad things. Not things that happen on the court that are not cool, that are frustrating, that made us all lament mm. about the up and down nature of the last couple of weeks of Auburn baseball. Mm. <laughs> let's talk about, about let's just talk about the good stuff here. And there is more of it than I think we tend yeah. to think about after the loss. College game day and the maybe we start there. The big debate. Pearlville or Jungle Village? Depends on who you ask. It is. Uh, Auburn head coach Bruce Pearl says Jungle Village, which he doesn't want it to be about him. I understand, I, I that. understand that. I think uh, back when we started discussing this, was it was how long has this been? Three years? Just two years? This ago would be the third one. So yeah, I guess three years. Uh, it was naturally started as Pearlville. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what came of on its own and organically. Um, I think he's been campaigning for Jungle Village ever since. Eileen Pearlville. I really like Pearlville. It, it kind of rolls better. Can I be honest? I do too. Yeah. I If it's my personal choice, I want Pearlville. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem though. I am a simp for Auburn stuff. Yep. And so I will tend to toe the company line. I fully acknowledge that. And so if one Bruce Pearl tells me it's Jungle Village, I tend to go with that toe. That's the, right. When I say toe the company, it makes me sound like I work. They work. I work for them. I do not, full disclosure, but <laughs> by proxy, I, I try to tend that or toe that company line. That was the big debate all week, and it oh, yeah. really kicked up a notch. Like yeah. the amount of people on social media in person that I had correcting me was surprising, to be honest with hmm. you, because it was Pearlville to start with, right? It was. Year two is when the push became its jungle village. It seemed I don't know I don't know if you agree, but it seemed like there was just a big pushback against to go to call it Pearlville once again this year. Yeah, which I don't I don't quite get. I I mean, you know, the head basketball coach says he doesn't want it as Pearlville. You kind of, you know, it, it, I, I kind of get what his yeah. point of view is. If if that's not what he wants, then, um, but you know, if it's naturally happening to be Pearlville, BP might have to. I appreciate the humility sure. in it. Absolutely. I think, unfortunately, what Bruce is going to have to deal with in his humility uh, response to this is that that court's going to be named for him at some it point. Will. He's going to probably have a statue somewhere down the line. Um, it's more of an honor thing that the I think the people want to give him more than anything else. I think about at Duke, it's yeah. Trusheskyville. Yeah. Or it, I don't know if it, they're still calling it that. Man, you, you did much better with the name than I would have. I really thought about it really hard for like, like I, I heard the struggle there, but you got it out. I was so. like, I'm going to just go for it. Um, and so I think that's probably where Pearlville came from. It was look, let's look at the other examples and yeah. see. And so, you know, I think Bruce would definitely tell you he's not Coach K. He doesn't mm-hmm. want, he, but to Auburn at this point, with the years of torture that have been Auburn basketball at times, he might as well be. Um, so, I think he, I think Pearlville is okay, to, but I think he's probably going to keep pushing Jungle Village. We'll let the debate continue because it really doesn't matter. It was just an interesting thing I saw pop up around it. You didn't happen to visit it at all? Not this year. Uh, was it last year? I think it was last year I delivered donuts, maybe two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I did not get out there this year. Uh, I certainly had ample opportunity since I started Wednesday. Yeah. That was incredible that literally some people left the South Carolina game and went and set up their tents in the line. It's Wow commitment yes uh, you know uh, the commitment of these students even with some of the results that we Mm -hmm. don't necessarily like uh it continues to shock me 
And the production by the people that are putting it on, Red yes. Hobart, his team, and I keep uh, Paris Buchanan, I think, is part mm -hmm. of that. I'm going to miss the name, so I'm sorry. Continues to be top-notch, and they continue to outdo themselves. I think – I don't remember Space Heaters last year. Do you? I could be wrong. I think so. I think they were there. Uh, that's something I was telling Emily is the whole production of it. Every year, that's what's gotten better. Mm -hmm. The first year, I think we all remember there was a lot of trash and a lot of just – it was a little bit. It was literally. It was kind of anarchy out there. Yeah, it, it was literally whatever happens happens, and and they weren't prepared for it because no one knew it would turn into all this. Every year, it's gotten a little bit better. Um, and you mentioned Rhett, who we I seem feels like we mentioned once a week on yeah. the show. You're um, welcome. <laughs> that we are big fans of. Uh, they continue to do a great job, and and they were prepared for this right. with activities and food and heater set up uh, it was a cold week and so I, I think that's the best part about right jungle village pearlville Tint mm -hmm. city whatever you want to call it that has gotten better yeah throughout the years uh so the weather cooperated this year yep. uh, oh, I mean, yeah. a little bit of i think misting but you know one year it was freezing the other it was it was rainy oh gosh this year it held up so there was less of the issues there the space heaters were provided the activities were top notch again a credit to the students for not only continuing to do this but show up it went it went down that walkway leading to um help me what is the road uh wire road i guess technically that comes around to sanford not sanford uh that'd be the that'd be uh the wrap around around the dorms yes um, um I know. that's magnolia magnolia, that's magnolia. It, it at least becomes magnolia mm -hmm. it goes down there and then came back around in a almost circle to the other side of the tents. I did a full walkthrough during the daytime. If y'all haven't seen the video, a long way. go check it out. It took me five minutes, more than five minutes to walk the whole thing. So credit to you guys. And we just got done talking about how well the event has been put on by the staff, how well the students have responded. But can I make one small, not complaint, but uh, thing that I miss about the first year? Sure. The sheer chaos of it. Like, I kind of missed that there was some unorganization and yeah. there, there was like a fever pitch that it was, it was exciting, but yet a chill vibe this year. Yeah. They, I, it's gotten, it's contained. Mm -hmm. um, I, I noticed that in our video and as well as uh, ESPN with Jay Bills, but it's all down the concourse on a nice neat line. Um, more organization and, so, and that's for the better it is um there are some it, things that i saw that first year i will I, never unsee i don't think anyone will um <laughs> but but that part of it was though it kind of grew it and yeah. blew the attention out was how crazy it was yeah um so i think it's been it's been good and you know this is the fourth straight year college game day has come yes sovereign that's one of only three programs in america it's <sighs> incredible um and so that's kind of how this keeps happening is the game day you got to get up early and be there. Yep. And so people decide, hey, I'm going to start three days before. Now, now it's three days. It yeah. used to be like, well, it, I remember when it organically began on a Friday that first time, and now it's moved to Wednesday before. It's just incredible. It's great that you brought up game day. It's one other great thing we wanted to talk about. The fourth time they've been here, three yeah. in a row, technically, because of the missed COVID year. Ah, so, true. you know, it was weird when somebody says it's four years in a row. It technically isn't, but it kind of is because they didn't do one. Yeah, y'all argue that if y'all want to. I don't care. <laughs> um, but happened again. I got to go for the first time this year. Oh, yeah. And I, I didn't did, realize you hadn't been to the other ones. Mm -mm, no, because most times it led right into the game or right. close to it. You're right. Thus, you had to have a ticket for it to get in. And this year they were able to let everybody in, including the students, to go in early. And they had a system to give them their access back into it. We won't go into the details. Yeah, here. my goodness. What a thought process. It seemed to work that. pretty well. That's good. 
I was interested in that. Although I thought for sure the students would take the opportunity once it was done to go home and go to bed for a few hours, they went right back into the line. The, the tents are already up. They can't help themselves. They can't. I mean, literally, they were running to get back into line. And they had a, again, we won't go into the details of it, a way to keep you basically in your same spot. But there was still some, you know, <laughs> yeah. give and take. It sounded convoluted, but I'm glad that I didn't have to deal with that. It was so much fun, guys. It, I think I would like to have seen a bigger show out from the general public fans. And, and it's the first time that it's been available sure. to do that at Auburn, in my knowledge. So if you can come out to it next time, because trust me, there will be a next time with Outlive, with Bruce, knowing these guys so well with the way they see the students respond. So just because we lost the game doesn't mean it won't happen right. again. Uh, Avi made a three-pointer. I did see that. And Impressive. Sign him up is what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be the fourth one made by the team uh, all day. Wow, yesterday. you said it, so. not me. Um, we said we were going to talk about bad things. Oh, well, Avi made, <laughs> made a three-pointer. Avi made a three-pointer. Some little kid made a three-pointer. That's about all that made a three-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a great response. No half-court shots were made. No half-court shots were made. Reese... That was one of the worst half-court shot attempts I've ever seen in my life. It was, it, was, it was no no offense student if you're seeing this but I'm very sorry we expected more out of you get in the wreck and get whoa get in the wreck <laughs> <laughs> hashtag get in the wreck sir uh it was a fun time even reese davis as big a bama fan as he is at, on game day set he again was very gracious at the end and com- like did a personal i'm coming up to the students and to the yes and thanked everybody now you were there yes and so you don't know this oh no but i was watching on television and for about the first 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute of the next program, uh-huh. which was the Alabama game, we could hear that. Oh, really? Bruce Davis um, saying, Auburn is awesome. Thank you so much as we're tuning into the Alabama Could you game. hear the exploding of the Alabama fan base of their boy complimenting us? Like as they, oh I'm yes I'm sure it was you know they weren't at the game so it had to have been at home um, <laughs> wow but just taking shots completely it, um, yeah I thought that was cool I saw you post about that and then I was like well we actually still heard that um, as they were introing the game but that's awesome for him and mm-hmm. I think that even proves more what you said they're coming back they oh, yeah. know what this kind of content is for them but also the kind of out output they're going to get as well and i know what you're all wondering yes we swag surfed while we were in there and i'm sorry dalton odom (laughs) mike man uh i know if you've seen him lately he's been on a little bit of a campaign Mm of uh might be time to retire that i don't know that the students are gonna let that happen anytime (laughs) soon so great things in auburn basketball obviously we didn't focus too much on the bad things hopefully we will uh get to talk about it again next year whether it's pearlville whether it's Jungle Village or a combination of whatever people want to create. And uh, obviously we'll be talking about college game day again in the future. Auburn baseball opening weekend. It's here. It is here. And guess what, folks? It's cold. It was cold. Very, very chilly. I will admit, Austin, that I was there for most of the game, most of all the games. Uh, this week, and I made a quick pop into game three today just for some scheduling reasons. I wore shorts on the first oh day. Goodness. On the first day. Okay. Yeah. You learned. I did learn. That's the important thing. But is that you here, corrected yourself. Here's the ironic thing the weather pulling up on Friday afternoon was not terrible. Like it was with the wind going a little chilly, mm-hmm. but it was kind of nice. It wasn't too bad of baseball weather. Yeah. The next day, though, for yeah. everybody who came out, let me just tell you, you are a trooper. You are amazing because it was cold. And I'm not even just 
talking about the the bats of EKU. I'm talking about the weather. Nicely done. <laughs> I get a good shot every <laughs> once in a while. Um, obviously, we want to spend some time talking about what's new and not necessarily focusing on the baseball team itself because I was there. I can speak to that, but just maybe some quick thoughts about opening weekend, what you saw of the team and stuff like that. Cause we at least want to acknowledge that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about last week in our preview, the pitching staff, mm-hmm. we thought Chase Alsup would be the, the number one guy. Looks like he is the yep. Friday night guy so far. Um, then you followed up with Joseph Gonzalez, mm-hmm. his first start in 364 days. Did fantastic. Really great to see him get back on the mound. And then today was Carson Myers, who might have had the best uh, day of any of them. I think he did. Uh, the UAB transfer, a lot of people were wondering why that wasn't Zach Kerberoltz. Yeah, I went with that one. I probably didn't get that one right. I no. think you did. Okay, I'm and feeling I, good about it. Your pronunciation skills have been outstanding I'm, this I'm week. I'm feeling good about it. Didn't I give you crap last show for like mispronouncing something? Probably. I probably did. So I want to public acknowledgement. He's doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better a little bit every day. Um but that pitching staff is really what I wanted to see, and they did great. I was really impressed with Carson Myers today. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about that that staff. Now, is it Eastern Kentucky? Yes. Is it the first weekend of the season? Yes. Those are positive things you want to see, though. Um, we have to give a special shout-out to Zach Crossfield. Got, got an inning, and he did a fantastic did job. fantastic so, job. Great to see that that whole pitching staff, starters, relievers, uh, everybody seems game ready. So yep. it's exciting. We say that I'm just going to pull the curtain back because his mom's here. So thanks always for being a great fan of this show. But we always, we love Zach regardless. Absolutely. And can I just, let me expound that. Not just Zach, but I'm not going to act like I'm some great baseball analyst, but I was really appreciative of the pitching staff altogether. Again, it's EKU. Right. I acknowledge that. But I felt like everybody that came in did pretty solid work. And even when they had some struggles, we had some good defense to back them up. So in an opening weekend where there's still jitters, there's cold weather and stuff like that, I thought they did a wonderful job in terms of yeah, having a good foot forward production-wise on the field. Oh, absolutely. It, the preparation showed, um, and they put out put out great numbers. Um, the hitting was impressive, too. I, the, the usual suspects were there. Ike Irish was doing his Who? thing. I've never heard of him. Oh, never heard of him? No. The luck of the never Irish. Heard, never heard of him before. <laughs> Ike Irish had a great game. Triple. We had a triple, a home run, and a triple back to back to back. Chris Stanfield is already losing his helmet. We love that. Losing his hat, hat. as well. Um, and Did then, you know that there's a charity like you that. can donate to how many times he loses his hat? Every time he loses his hat, you get $3 goes to a charity. That's amazing. I, I think he's up to four or five already. I mean, he knew, listen, he knew what he was getting into. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart right there. Some good marketing too. So good, good production on the field to start with. What I want to focus on is what's new, kind of what I saw there. Uh, Austin wasn't able to go this weekend, but I was able to be there and kind of see some things. First things I want to point out though, I was not aware that the construction for the additions to the right field line had already started. Now the hall of fame club is open. Yes. They had Frank Thomas out and he was able to, you know, cut the ribbon, so to speak with the mayor and Butch Thompson, by the way, have you watched that, that interview? Yes. With Frank, Frank, but also with Butch saying some few words at the opening. I'm stealing somebody else's line from social media. I would run through a wall for that man (laughs) right now. Like that wall right there. It's actually a window. I'll just run out of it if he asked me to, because I would go to bat. (laughs) I would go to bat (laughs) for Butch Thompson any day of the week. So they opened up the hall of fame club. That's the start of the new innovations, but 
So you you knew that the construction already started? I did. Emily and I were coming back from. Now we don't go th right through the heart of downtown too much, right? Or through the heart of Donahue on campus too much. Uh, but we were coming back from uh, the Goose Theater on the Wednesday. Goosh. The Goose. Uh, we saw To Kill a Mockingbird. Side note, fantastic. Uh, the Goose Center. We need to talk about that one. Oh, trust me, we that, will do that. They've really come on, and yeah. it's it's a good a good addition to Auburn and the city and. So and so. Anyway, we're coming through, and the basketball game was ending, and but I did not realize that we we were going to go home all the way down Donahue, and I didn't mm -hmm. realize we couldn't go past the right Plainsman Park right there. Um, so they were diverting us through Beardeve's parking lot. Um, so that was my first time realizing yeah. that they're putting in a bunch of work and, mm -hmm. and getting things going for all that area. It's toe up from the floor. Uh, up. It's it's yeah a mess. So basically all that's there is the walkway behind the seats and that's it. Like that concessions right. area is gone because they're, they've got to start. I, and as much as I don't like that there's construction going on during the season, I understand that. I'm trying to think about timeline of things yep. and how much construction is going to have to go into that. And it makes sense. Why? So does it look a little ugly from the outside? Sure. But what's coming is so oh, much better. It's going to look incredible. It's absolutely going to look incredible. Quick note before you go to the deck, I think the whole yeah, thing club. <laughs> Did you realize that to get a seat and sit behind home plate, and I'm almost positive I understand this correctly, to get okay. a seat and sit behind home plate and go through the Hall of Fame Club for this weekend series and for the midweeks mm -hmm. is $40, including food and drink? That's it? Only $40. Why didn't I do that? I don't know. Why? Like for UAB's game Tuesday Austin, night, you these could are, go sit. I found out this weekend. This is the things that I need to know because I would totally have done that. We're for going to do for, that. For research purposes. You can go sit behind home plate on Tuesday night to watch them play UAB and have complimentary food and drink for $40. How well do you think it goes when I tell the wife that I spent that money for research purposes? Probably not well. Those are conversations that she's like, what did you, you know, like, what did you spend the money on today? I'm like, well, it was for research. So it didn't really matter. Wouldn't you have thought it'd be more though? I, honestly. I mean, for for non-conference weekends, it's sixty-five, and then once SEC play hits, we yeah, have eighty, right, which is about what I would have spent. But forty dollars, including food and drink, go do it now. What are you doing? Go go check it out. So if I had known that, I would have totally. I apologize to everybody for not doing the research that y'all expect here on this show, but in the future. So I do want to talk about the deck. I can't wait to hear you talk about. It. So I walked up on it this weekend and I saw construction. It was a Friday lunchtime, and I was like, oh well. They did this kind of quick. Maybe they're not going to have it open this weekend. But as I'm walking past just to get some shots of the construction going on, I've noticed they're working really fast, like <laughs> breakneck speed. Like people are like frantic over there. And so I just go up and ask somebody casually, is this opening tonight? And he said, yeah, we're almost done. And I said, you're kidding, right? No, we're, we've got some things that have got to be finished after this weekend, but we can open this. So come back. And I said, uh, yes, I will. Came back before the first game. And boy, I think it had just opened up. So I took a video you guys can see yeah. on social media of me walking up there. I'm going to be honest with you. I love watching from the parking deck. It's my one of my favorite things. It's free. But I'm kind of tempted to go out there into yeah. that outfield patio where the students and general public, you know, provided their space up there, can go watch for free. It's a great view. I was really... Because the first pictures we saw when we first discussed it on the show, I was thinking it was very um, minimal, very just wood. You know, it's just yep. a platform view. The video you put out put it into perspective of that thing is really nice. Right. And it's going to be great for students. Um, I can't wait to check it out. But it's now, great. Kyle, is it what we thought? Is it 
can you go under and on top or is it no, just on top? Just on top. Okay. Uh, and I, I thought more about our conversation after that. I didn't know safety wise how they could pull that off. Sure. Um, you probably will lose a little bit of the capacity that you could have had back there by doing it this sure. way, but the experience is so much better. Yeah. You actually can now see the full vicinity of the field and not just the outfield and look like through the legs of the infielders to see the batting. Like you can, you can see everything and you can catch a, a home run. Yeah. Cause we know Ike Irish is going to be doing that. We know Cooper McMurray, Christian Hall, new name this year. At least bat Bobby. New, big, how did I forget him again? Why do you continue to let me on the show? Not giving big bat Bob. No, not big bat Bobby. I, I think that I have, I have over say here with big bat Bobby senior. You keep forgetting him. It's Bobby barrels saying big bat. Bobby. I will continue I to scream. You go at it with Clint. I will, well, Clint and Clint knows the reason why that it's, it's Bobby barrels. <laughs> um, but it's a, if you guys are not interested in being out there with the rowdiness that comes with that, I understand, but go check it out. It is great job for such a quick project Absolutely. that's been brought up absolutely outstanding smoke effects too coming yeah. from the scoreboard impressive that seems to be the theme with uh, a lot of the events this year where can we put lights smokes and in not smokes smoke effects um <laughs> i think too they messed with the lighting a little bit too like the overhead lights yeah they there's the whole you know light show effect they can do but i think they've there was something about the poles too that looked like there was some additional lighting oh. on it that I'm not sure about. So in terms of, again, we give credit to Red Hobart, his team, everybody else for the fan experience part of this. Um, yeah. Continues to outdo themselves. And whether we're talking about on the field stuff, we're talking about construction patios. It's this is the Auburn experience podcast. The yeah. experience is only getting better and better. Big and small. I saw him respond to someone, one of your fellow parking deck uh, viewers, and mm -hmm. said, hey, the, the white score on the gray box for the video board from the parking deck is kind of hard to see. He was like, we'll get it fixed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, I think that should be appreciated. And I did notice that now that you're saying that. So I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. So it's not one of those things that they're so high above everybody else that they yeah. can't take criticism or, or constructive like, hey, we need this. We need this fixed that's what they're about. Yep. That's their job. And they're doing a bang up job about it. So I had a great opening weekend performance wise, experience wise, y'all need to get out to Plainsman park this year. And I will just say this. If anybody wants to come join me on the third level of uh, the parking deck, I will always be there when I'm, yeah. when I'm in town, you start but advertising your spot. I just said the there. third deck. I didn't say where well. there's a certain spot that, I will fight over <laughs> uh, and I may do particular things to keep people from getting that spot, but uh, that's where I'll be when I'm in town for baseball games. So hopefully Austin can come join me for one or something at some point. This season. You know what we'll do? We'll bring the pool to the outfield patio and bring the pool. And did, did you gauge, you know, would you have a good, a good launch? Is there a nice enough height? You had too much of a launch point. Oh boy. So I don't know. that. How we high is it? Oh, seriously speaking, if you had to guess, uh, I would say it's about at its highest point, eight feet off the ground. If, uh, so you're the top of the wall, outfield wall. And I know we're going long here. The top fine. of the outfield wall, your chest or your uh, standing the, on the deck? The, no, the outfield wall is probably seven feet. The upper part, because uh, it's two levels, the patio is probably eight feet. Okay. And I'm probably way off, but just, you know, it, the further back you stand, that second level, you have the higher vantage point because sure. you, more people to be able to see. So some guy, I mean, you could jump off the big And with the activities that happen out there, it may oh, not yeah. be the best idea. You, you could make some splashes.
based on how long you can make some splats consumed yes we'll leave it at that so (laughs) great opening weekend experience and uh, performance on the field and i can't wait to get back here that's going to do it for episode 67 here on the Autumn experience podcast you can find me on social media specifically x at kyle wins 24 yeah at austin g scott looking forward to a long and busy spring season very excited for it thank you all for tuning in until we talk to you again where you go where you go